episode 95, How to Create a Quantum Leap in Your Career and Life. My name is Dan Mason. In 2012, I was overweight, getting divorced, battling depression, and feeling trapped in a career where I was successful, but bored and unfulfilled. And it's actually the greatest gift I've ever been given. I used my pain as a springboard to discover my life's purpose. Now, I want to share the same tools and strategies which help transform my life with you. So you can live Life Amplified. This week's episode is going to be just as much a reminder for myself as it hopefully is a massive shift in your consciousness and a blueprint for your greater success in 2020 and beyond. Hello, welcome back everybody to Life Amplified. I'm going to start today with a basic premise that you're going to have to get on board with in order to benefit from any of the strategies that I share later in this episode. If you can't really begin to accept or at least have an open mind to what I'm sharing right now, nothing else in this episode is going to work for you. Here is what I feel led to share with you. Number one, you and your life are unlimited. You are greater than the current circumstances of your life. Number two, you are also part of an infinite, unlimited universe, and as I'll explain here in a few minutes, perhaps an unlimited, infinite multiverse, tell you what that means and go into that in just a moment. I believe that all things good, money, prosperity, abundance, love, connection, safety, security, all of those things are infused with the energy of the universe. And therefore, because you are made of the same particles of the universe, you are one with all of those things you desire. And that might not be the way you're experiencing your reality today, but that's what this episode is about, is how do you create quantum success? How do you take a massive leap forward in your career, in your relationships, your happiness, your well-being, your finances? I want to be able to share with you a blueprint that I have used in different times in my life. And it's so funny because this week's episode will be a great companion piece to last week's episode where we talked about imposter syndrome because I have experienced time and again quantum success in my life. And let's define what that means. Quantum success is manifestation on steroids. It is achieving the maximum level of success in your life with the least amount of energy expended. You know, there's so much talk out there in the Instagram community and with online influencers about hustle and grind and you got to push 24-7 and so many people are using that. They are willing themselves forward in their life and then they're in adrenal fatigue. They work themselves until they're sick. They work themselves until they're isolated from the people that they love and then there is a lack of connection in their life. How do you create that same level of success by expending less energy and actually feeling good about it? Because I don't believe that the next level in your life has to feel like you're climbing Mount Everest. You don't have to be looking up at the mountaintop from the bottom of the mountain with that heaviness and overwhelm of, oh my God, how the hell am I going to get there? There are many times that I've experienced in my own life. We talk about this uh, in the intro to the show every week, where I was in 2012, getting divorced, battling anxiety and depression, overweight, miserable in my career, and really lacking 
those really close personal friendships. I was a guy who lived on the surface level with people because I didn't know how to be vulnerable. And yet within 90 days from my rock bottom, everything changed. Lost almost 40 pounds. Sold my house at 40 grand over the asking price at the bottom of the market. Manifested a job in an entirely new city across the country and made some of the deepest, most meaningful friendships of my adult life in the process. All of that happened in 90 days. It wasn't that difficult. In fact, in the moment, it felt very easy and effortless. We talked about leaving corporate America and starting my coaching business and trying to do it by myself until I was down to my last couple thousand dollars in the bank and signing up for a coaching program that was more expensive than my total income earned in the first year of coaching. How scary that was. And I thought, well, I might be on a path to bankruptcy. And yet within 90 days... I made that entire investment back, and within another 90 days after that, I was making the same level of that investment in a single month in my business. You know, I've been in situations where, you know, I've had a mailing list of, you know, 1,300 people wondering how am I ever going to, to reach a global audience, and then literally within weeks doing national media appearances where my message was shared with an audience of 12 million. So, you know, we think that our goals are so far off in the future. And I do this also. I lose track of all the times I've made this massive progress. I've chalked it up to dumb luck or being in the right place at the right time. It's that imposter syndrome thing that we discussed last week. Yet there are no accidents in the universe. There are no coincidences. I hate that word, coincidence, because we just sort of combine coinciding with incidental, yet coincidence is never incidental. You know, I, I truly believe that everything is unfolding in a perfect order, the way that it should be in our lives, even when we don't see it, even at rock bottom and, and especially at rock bottom. Because one of the things that happens, you know, we talk about this concept about choosing change or having change forced upon you. And what's interesting is when I look back on some of the times in my life when I've made the biggest leap forward, it's usually because life has forced me to change. Divorce was a huge catalyst for change. Almost being bankrupt was a huge catalyst for me to change my approach and change my thinking. For somebody out there listening today, maybe you had a health scare recently. That can get people motivated to make a change. It could be that you've lost your job that was a huge source of security. So most of us aren't willing to step into that quantum leap in our life until we are literally pushed and forced by the universe to do it. But you don't have have to wait for rock bottom. You can choose today a new model of reality for your life. You can choose to step into a higher set of expectations and a, a higher way of living and being and showing up in the world. So some of the things I'm going to discuss today might seem far-fetched and out there for you. If you had asked me about some of these concepts five or six years ago, I would have told you the same thing. I would have been like, you F right off. That's a bunch of, you know, new age nonsense. And a lot of times when I dip into the woo-woo on these episodes, as we like to call it. I also try to give you some hard science and data to back it up. Now, I do have one study that I think is very interesting, but some of these things I'm sharing with you today, <laughs> I don't have hard physical data. Some of this is just the world according to Dan and, and the blueprint for the way I've moved my life forward. So take what serves you this week 
dismiss the rest, but I would love to get your feedback and hear your thoughts on what are your biggest takeaways. You can screenshot this episode, upload it to Instagram or Twitter. Be sure to tag me at CSC Dan Mason, or you can join our private Facebook community, the Life Amplified Power Tribe, because uh, I think that this is going to be a hot button topic this week that's going to generate a lot of discussion. But let's talk about what's getting in the way of your quantum leap. What is the number one thing that is standing in between you and the career you want to have, the purpose you want to bring forward, the the finances you want to have in the bank, the relationships you want to have. I believe it is the fact that most of us believe time is linear. You know, we operate in a very limited way of how we view the world. We think of the past, you know, the things that happened in childhood, in some instances, the things that happened yesterday. And then we are aware that there is this ever fleeting present moment that you and I are in together right now. And then there is the future. There is this far of vision for for who we want to be or how we want to feel or the experiences we want to have. Yet there is plenty of science out there, and it was even people like Einstein that theorized time is not linear. Some of the great physicists and the great scientific minds have just said that time and space are a construct, that it's just the way that we experience the world, but it's not absolute reality. And I know somebody out there is already, you are rolling your eyes, thinking, Dan, what in the hell are you talking about? Stick with me. Keep a beginner's mind. Because the problem is, is when you believe that time is linear, then you typically believe that your success is linear, that you believe there are a predictable set of steps that you have to take that will create the outcome that you most desire. Why don't the people who feel called to create an entrepreneurship or start a business. Why don't they do it? Well, we believe that success is linear. We read these statistics that say most new businesses don't turn a profit for two years and we think, oh God, well, I'll go broke in the meantime. I can't do that. So, you know, we think that there is a predictable set of steps that we have to do. Step A, then step B, then step C. Now, how do you know if you believe success is linear? The best answer I can give you is because you spend a lot of time comparing yourself and judging where you're at, particularly in relation to other people or to an expectation in your mind. You're like, oh my God, I'm behind where I should be at this point in my life. Or some of you feel great because you're like, I'm so much further ahead than other people. You might be looking on Facebook and Instagram and comparing your lives to those of other people. Oh, I'm a couple steps behind this person. They're doing so much better than me. But once we start to view time and success as linear, we are absolutely limiting ourselves from infinite possibilities that exist in the universe. Because if you believe that you are behind, well, then how would you have to get ahead? Think about that. If you believe that you are not doing enough or that there's not enough in the bank, that there's not enough opportunity in the world, what would you have to do to catch up? For most people, it means work faster, longer, harder, (laughs) wear themselves down. And in that, you'll go and go and go but you're using up limited resources, i.e. your energy, to achieve the result that you think that you need. And when you're busy taking a linear path to success and you're on the go and you're just working, working, grinding, hustling, the old school like Gary Vee mentality on Instagram, what you do is you cut yourself off from solutions that 
aren't predictable. You put on blinders and you're not even open to experiencing what other people would say would say is impossible. You block yourself from experiencing a miracle. And again, I, I know some of this is going to be so weird because you guys are used to me giving you hard data. And I've been reading more and more on quantum physics and trying to comprehend it because let me tell you something, science was not my strong suit growing up in high school. That was the one class I got through by the skin of my teeth. All those years of taking science classes and prereqs in high school and college, the only thing that I remember is that tungsten has the W abbreviation on the periodic table. By the way, what kind of nonsense is that? <laughs> I think that's why I swore off science. I was like, this makes no sense. Tungsten is a W? Screw you, science. But my own curiosity has led me to study more about these topics. And trust me, I would love to find the right expert who would be able to boil this info down and explain it in a really easy way. And I'm going to do my best to explain a high-level concept at a third-grade level because that's really the only way that I can understand things. So I hope this works for you. But when we talk about the idea of the universe, what do we mean? Typically, it's shorthand for all that there is. It's all that exists. But in the quantum model of reality... The universe really just means all that we can see with our powerful telescopes. It's all that we can see, you know, looking 14 billion light years ahead with all the NASA telescopes and all the satellites and space shuttles that we've launched. But in the quantum model of reality, there are other universes that we can't perceive. And I heard a guy talking about this on NPR recently. I wish I could remember his name. Some of those universes could be 20 billion light years away, and some of those universes could be millimeters away from us, but we just can't perceive it. So this is where we start talking about the multiverse, where all things are possible. And if you buy into the message from many of these Nobel Prize winning physicists, what they'll tell you is, is there is a reality where parallel universes exist. That simultaneously, right now as we speak, there is a parallel universe with a version of you that didn't make that one decision that changed the course of your life. For me... According to the quantum model, there's a parallel universe where there is still an overweight, depressed version of me that never got divorced from my ex-wife and is probably would be stuck with her and have like three kids and be in a miserable, loveless marriage. In your life, there is a parallel universe that exists if you had just kissed the person that you were in love with and took a risk on love, that that exists somewhere in the multiverse. Super heady stuff, and it's fascinating to think about. But here's what I love most as I wrap my brain around this idea that we live in a multiverse and that there could be a parallel universe with a different version of me. That means that all the things that you daydream about, those fantasies, those visions that you have for your future, the things that you feel called to do, that means that that version of you already exists somewhere out of like the space and time that we can understand. It's already there. You just have to make the decision to tap into it. You have to become that person who can have the thing that you want. So how do you get there? Well, step number one we've already discussed. You have to give up this belief in a linear time and success model. You have to expand your way of thinking. And in fact, the things that I'm sharing with you right now, I realize it seems really whacked out. 
that you might need hard evidence, but some of this is talked about in the spiritual traditions as well. I think of the Hindu texts, the Upanishads. What do they say? The, the thing that you want or the person that you want to become, you're already that thing. And it starts to make me wonder if all these old wisdom teachers from thousands of years ago just intuitively knew the things that quantum physics are teaching us now, that science, as Dr. Joe Dispenza says, is becoming the contemporary language of mysticism. So step number one to creating your quantum success is you've got to drop all the filters and the illusions, giving up belief in linear time. You have to stop acting as if the things that you want in the future are so far away and open yourself up to maybe the fact that they're really close. And it's funny because even as I've experienced massive quantum leaps in my life and in my business and a 10-year plan was realized in two years in my business, I still get into all the limited thinking, you know, that my next level, oh God, that's so far away. I've got to work so hard for it. So this is just as much a reminder for myself as it is you. Step number two to create the quantum success is you've got to set the quantum goal. Most of us play small. We sandbag our own expectations. I used to see this in corporate America. I mean, there were 5,000 things that I hated about that last corporate job that I was in. But one of the things that we had to do at the end of the year was set our SMART goals for the following year. I mean, those of you who've worked in corporate, you're familiar with the SMART goal format. And if you go all the way back to year one of the podcast, you know, I taught, I taught you my variation on that, what I like to call SMARTY goals. But they tied our beer and bonus structure to whether we hit our SMART goals. So what do you think the employees did? Do you think people set big, audacious, hairy, scary goals? Hell no. People are like, well, I'd like to create, you know, a 3% increase in the ratings of the radio station. People are like, how can I set the smallest goal that ensures that I look good to the bosses, that I get to stay gainfully employed, and that I get this payout? at the end of the year. The effect of that was almost the opposite of what they intended. Rather than getting people to set really big goals that would drive the company forward, everybody started playing small. But most of us are afraid to ask for the thing that we really want because we're not sure that it's possible. There are many people out there who don't even know what they want. They live by these, you know, just vague goals that aren't even measurable and they could never know if they hit them. I see this on Instagram, you know, every December when I start challenging my followers to set their goals for the new year. People are like, well, I want to become a better parent. OK, well, what, what does that even mean? How would you know if you were a better parent? Would it be that you were spending more undistracted time with your children? Would would it be that you're going to more of their events? Maybe you would, you know, uh, help them in their studies and their grades would improve. I mean, that's such a vague goal. How would you even measure that? Also, the people who are like, well, Dan, I just want to make more money. Then they get the 2% cost of living raise at the end of the year at work, and then they complain it's not enough, right? Because you didn't really want 2%. What you wanted was to make 20% more, but because you're operating under a linear concept of time and of success, you don't believe that that's possible. Well, nobody gets a 20% raise. Maybe not in your current office, but you're cutting yourself off from the possibility of, you know, of winning the lottery, getting an inheritance, finding a job at a new startup with somebody who's obsessed with you and wants you to join the team and gives you a huge signing bonus. All the solutions for what you want. There are infinite ways to get there in the quantum model of reality. But most of us can't subscribe to that. So the majority of the population just wanders. 
it's almost like they're surfing the internet, just landing on whatever page that they've already looked at for the fourth time that day. Other people start living by committee because they can't own their desires. They start pursuing the goals other people told them that they should want. But it reminds me of the quote from The Alchemist. You've heard me talk about this book before. If you've never read it, it is a must read. It's a little parable by Paulo Coelho. Uh, but in The Alchemist, they say, when you decide what you want, the universe conspires to make it happen. That once you get clear and you open yourself up to the infinite solutions of the universe, what you really are doing is opening yourself up to synchronicity. All those things of just being in the right place at the right time or meeting that one person who's going to help you advance your goals the fastest. Step number three to achieve your quantum success, you have to decide who you have to become in order to achieve the goal. You know, if your goal is to make a million dollars, well, how does a millionaire operate? How do they show up in the world every day? What do they say yes to? What do they say no to? You can go back and listen to the episode I did last year with Jim Fortin, where we talk about this be, do, have model of success. Most people operate as have, do, be. They think when they have the money, then they'll do the thing. They'll invest in coaching. They'll, you know, they'll invest their money and save it more wisely and then they will be free or they will be wealthy. But the problem is, is the way that you manifest in the universe is the exact opposite. You have to already be the person who is free. You have to be the person who is responsible. You have to be the person who sets boundaries. Then once you are operating at that level of identity, you start doing different action. And then you can have anything that you want. You know, I, I was called myself out on the first episode of this year. I told you there were some places in my life where I got a little bit lazy. I wasn't showing up as my best self, namely in my health goals. And, you know, my weight has always been an up and down thing for me over the course of my life, historically speaking. But I made a firm commitment that, you know, if for me to step into becoming the seven figure entrepreneur, not the multi six figure entrepreneur, that I was going to get up, that it was just going to nurture my body before I did anything else, before I showed up for clients in the world that I was going to take care of myself. And, you know, I'm happy to say my goal was to lose 18 pounds this year. I'm down the first eight, you know, at the beginning of March. And that feels really good. That's great progress. I'm super excited about it. But I had to decide who I was going to be to get to the next level in my business. You know, part of what I'm looking to do are more TV opportunities. I almost screwed this up. I almost put a timestamp on it. But in the next 12 to 18 months, I am not limiting myself. I am open to the infinite possibilities of the universe. But I want to—I want you guys to turn on Dr. Oz or Good Morning America one day and to see me on the show sharing this message with the world about how to create a purpose-filled life, how to amplify your career, how to amplify your relationships. That, that is the thing. And I know that if I want to be on TV, I can't be looking all carby in the face. Plus, I just wanted to have better physical energy to show up for all the traveling that I'm planning on doing. Then once I decided who I needed to be, step number four is you got to become that person. You got to start taking actions to match the identity. You hear a lot of people in the self-help space or in the woo-woo space talk about act as if that's how you manifest. What does that mean? Here is one research study that I found that will really help you understand how changing the way you show up and act and relate to the world will change your reality. In 1981, scientists from Harvard designed the interior of a building to reflect the year 1959. 
They had a black and white television. They had old furniture. All the magazines and the books were from the 1950s around the house. And they made this place for five days, the home to a group of eight men. All of them were over 70 years old. Means they would all be presidential candidates in the United States in 2020. But there was a group of senior citizen men who lived in this facility for five days. When they arrived at the building, they were told that they should not just discuss the 1950s, those years gone by. They had to act as if they were them, their prior selves from 22 years prior. From that moment on, these gentlemen were treated as if they were in their 50s rather than their 70s. You know, some of these guys had a lot of physical ailments. They came into the facility, stooped over using canes for walking, but they were not helped getting their belongings up the stairs. In fact, a couple of these men had to take their clothes up one shirt at a time. Might sound a little cruel and inhumane, but go with me on this. They spent their days for five days listening to old radio shows from the era, watching movies from when they were younger, discussing sports and other current events from the period. They weren't allowed to talk about anything that happened after 1959, and they had to refer to themselves or their families or anything in their life as if they were still that version of themselves in their 50s. What were the results? By the end of five days, all of these men demonstrated huge improvement in their hearing, eyesight, memory, dexterity, and their appetite. The people who had arrived using canes and needed the help of their kids left the building under their own power carrying their own suitcases. Once they stopped relating to the world around them as old men, once they didn't look at themselves that way, there was literally a biological impact on their body, and it only took five days. But could you completely suspend your own reality and not live at the effects of whatever has happened externally in your life right now and commit to a new model of reality? Could you not be triggered every time that you open up your online banking? Could you step in to a new belief system? And how quickly could things change in your life? I'll give you another practical example that just happened to me. Part of me was still operating under the have-do-be, right? Well, when I have some more success or if I have more time or if I'm making this level of income, then I'm really going to commit to traveling internationally more often. And I kept putting it off, right? You know, I did uh, I did a backpacking trip through Canada in 2018. And then all during 2019, didn't do much travel at all, quite honestly. But I decided under my new model of reality, I'm already going to be the guy who is the seven-figure entrepreneur who's traveling the world for speaking engagements, I booked myself a trip to Australia. So I was gone for 10 days in Sydney, hanging out with our friend of the podcast, Sarah Riley, had an amazing time in Sydney, beautiful city. And I was doing a couple coaching calls a day with my clients, but wasn't like actively doing a ton of marketing. I signed up more clients in the 10 days that I was in Sydney and made more money in a week and a half than I made in the months of December and January combined. Because as I stepped into the identity of the guy who just, you know, is attracting business and clients effortlessly, who is enjoying the fruits of my labor, everything started to align with that. So that moves us on to step five to create your quantum success in career and life. You can't do it alone. You've got to foster relationships with people who have your back and people who can help you achieve. Preferably, they're doing both those things. I'm sure there are people in your life who have your back, who encourage you, but they can't really help you out along the way because they've never created the results that you want. 
This is where mentorship coaching becomes so important. It's one of the things I do with my VIP coaching clients is not only do we do our weekly coaching sessions, my clients have access to me via voice messenger in between calls. So there is always support when they slip back into those moments of disappointment or scarcity mindset or feeling like they're not enough. They can always reach out to me and I usually get back within a few hours unless I'm sleeping, but I'm always get back quickly and help them reset their mindset so that they can move beyond the setback and step back into the results. And that's why so many of my clients consistently advance their life and they can do it quickly through the help of coaching. But who are the people that you turn to during your times of setback or struggle? Are they people who just want to validate the level of the problem and talk about how unfair it is or how nothing works out or you deserve better? You know, there are people who will commiserate with you in your life at the level of the problem and they're not bad people. They just don't know better, but you've got to have the relationships with the people who support you, but will help you move forward. And finally, step number six, if you want to create quantum success, going back to something we talked about on this podcast a lot, you have to do your trauma work. You've got to heal the root cause emotional issues generally from childhood, that led to the negative thinking and the the limited set of possibilities in your reality in the first place. You've got to go back and heal that trauma that said you should be seen and not heard. You've got to heal the trauma that says you have to take care of other people before you do anything for yourself. You've got to go back and heal the trauma that says asking for help is unsafe because people won't show up for me. And here's the difference, though, and I want to give you a different way to look at this idea of trauma work. And obviously my coaching is very trauma informed. It's something that I'm still doing in my own life is healing other layers of trauma. And I do that with my clients as well. But a lot of people believe that it's about going back and rehashing that same story. This is why so many forms of mental health don't work for people. There are people who hit a wall in therapy that they've been there for 5, 10, 15 years, but they're talking about the same three stories and they intellectually understand where that disconnection is for them, but they're not taking new action. True trauma work is being in that old emotional trigger of not feeling enough, not having enough, not believing that your needs matter, you know, collapsing on yourself to please others. It's being back in that old trigger but it's actively making a new choice that you wouldn't have made before. Trauma work is not just the intellectual understanding, it's in the action that moves your life forward. So every time that you know you, you look at your bank balance and you wanna go into hiding or going and emotionally eating because you're upset, could you put yourself out there in a new way? Could you go on Indeed and apply for that job that the imposter part of you doesn't think you're qualified for? Could you go to a networking event? Could you do something that's actually going to forward your life? And this is another place where having the relationships and the right support in your corner will keep you moving in that direction. Because once your nervous system freaks out and you start reliving in the past, it's hard to get out of that alone. You've gotta have support. So to recap today, six steps to take a quantum leap forward. Number one, you have to give up this belief in linear time and linear success. Number two, you've got to set quantum goals, which means that you have got to dream bigger and expand your vision for your life. Number three, you have to identify who is the person you have to become in order to achieve the goal. And then number four, you have to actively start becoming that person. Not one day a week, not when it's convenient, 
but on a moment-by-moment basis, making that decision. Number five, you got to have the relationships with people who have your back and will help you achieve. And number six, it's that trauma component. You know, it's understanding the root cause and healing the source of all those old beliefs while actively taking inspired new action that is opposite to what you did before. Because if you're continuing to take the same old action, you're going to get the same old outcomes. I would love to know your thoughts on this topic today. (laughs) In the back of my mind, there's a little part of me that's like, did I lose everybody at the whole time and space and multiverse thing? Are people even still listening right now? But if you were really impacted or if this has hit you in a new way or changed your way of thinking, could you please share this podcast with a friend? That would mean the world to me. You can just screenshot it, upload it to Instagram or Twitter. You can tag me at CSC Dan Mason. Uh, You can also join our private Facebook community, The Life Amplified Power Tribe. We always keep a link to that in the show notes as well. And if you're so inspired to do it, uh, could you please leave those ratings and reviews for us? If you're listening on Apple or just give us a follow on the iHeartRadio app or whichever app you happen to be listening to us at. It means the world to me that you spent 35 minutes of your week here with me. I hope our time together served you and I look forward to speaking to you again next week. Don't forget, got some spots for one-on-one coaching. You can find out more information about that by going to my website, creativesoulcoaching.net. It's a great chance for you to have that relationship and support, not just in the hour coaching session, but those voice messaging spots in between, which are just priceless and valuable. That's the feedback I get from so many of my clients. So it would be an honor to help you break through the same way. In the meantime, turn down the volume on your negativity, turn up the volume on your purpose so you can live life amplified. I'll talk to you next week.